and welcome to Keeping It Simple. On today's episode, we bring you part three of our conversation, Chasing the American Dream. So today we will discuss how Sachin, Ganpati and Nishal have gone about creating a life for themselves in the United States and made it their home. Stay tuned. So guys, what's life like now? If each one of you can speak about how a typical day is like. Uh, let's not consider the current situation where we can't get out of the house. But generally, if things are normal, uh, what does a day look like for you guys? If we can start with such a typical day, uh, pre-lockdown would be, um, you know, I'd wake up and go to uh, get ready, go to work, uh, come back. Uh, I'd usually cook um, over the weekend, so I'd have something uh, for dinner ready. But uh, prior to dinner, I usually head out to the gym, uh, work out for about an hour or so, uh, come back, uh, just wind down, um, you know, have my food while watching some TV, um, call up my parents, uh, and then, you know, just go back, go to sleep. I do read a little bit. I try to read a little bit before I go to sleep. But that's my typical day. Uh, I really look forward to the weekends during which uh, I kind of bike. Uh, I also try going on short hikes around the place that I live. And I've taken it upon myself to explore one new thing uh, in the city that I'm living in. I've had the good opportunity to travel and stay in many different cities, uh, but I've never made use of the opportunity to explore local culture, um, museums, um, you know, the centers of uh, culture that are around that city as well. So that is something that I'm trying to change and I'm trying to explore out here as well nice nice okay ganpath how's it for you bro so life is uh i think a little more well defined now than it was as a student and just you know starting your career off um i feel like i'm in a little bit of a good space and in more control um so i i pace my day out i try and you know uh try and stretch my day out and try and do as much as possible um, I, I've seen that I tend to do that when I'm in a good space. So, you know, I try and I've been going to bed really early. So I wake up fairly early and I have to like leave. So I don't catch the peak hour traffic. Uh, I try and leave around 7am, uh, which makes sure I get to work by, you know, around eight. Um, I have, you know, breakfast and everything else is like on the go. I either grab something at home or, you know, I have a box of cereal uh, at my work desk, weirdly enough, um, and I have a couple of oatmeal oatmeals that I usually consume for breakfast. Uh, so I eat at work. I don't really uh, eat necessarily at at home. Um, and then I think you know work usually takes up a good six seven hours, uh, sometimes eight. And it's just about you know if I if I wait long enough, um, I'd probably catch the evening traffic on the way back. So what I tend to do is either leave early, come back home, and if I have a meeting that I need to uh, listen into in the evening, then I drive back early and then you know sign into the meeting. But uh, sometimes I also you know work late. Uh, that's when I, the good thing is that there's enough food at work. Um, I'll have to buy food, but you know that's it's it's healthy. It's it's salad and stuff like that. So it goes with the overall. You know I'm trying to eat right this year, so it goes with you know, with what I'm trying to do. Um, then once I'm back home, I just unwind for a bit, maybe listen to some music, watch the news, 
Um, a lot of people have been telling me that I should watch less news, but you know, it's something that's just you know become a part of my day. So I just do that, and then I usually head out to the gym. I work out for an hour, hour and a half. Um, drive back, maybe catch up with with friends or family on the way. Uh, I, I actually like the fact that I can you know uh, speak while I drive. That way, it's I, I don't feel like I'm doing just one thing. Uh, drive back. Uh, I'm trying to cook more, so I just you know uh, make dinner. Nine out of ten times, I, I I cook dinner, and then I try and go to bed early. So that's that's usually what a typical day looks like now. Wow, nice. Nishal, for you? Ah, uh, largely, I'd say it's largely the same to both of them. Um, the only thing I'd probably add in is I, and it's true for both of them as well. Is um, you know, movie buffs and consume. Um, we watch a lot of TV shows and stuff. Uh, uh, apart from that, we usually have some hobbies like like to learn something new, um, um, be it technical or um, just like a skill. Um, so yeah, um, those are the only other things that I do apart from just you know general exercises or go out on hikes and travel and things like that. So. that's mostly it for me as well okay okay yeah so all of you guys i think mentioned uh, cooking and food right i think that is one very important skill i guess that anyone who moves out should have but uh, was there anything for you guys uh, where you thought i wish i had learned this back in india right uh, if you guys can you know if there was something like that if you guys can speak about that so um i wouldn't necessarily call it uh, i wished i knew this in india it was more uh, the sense of um i guess it was a sense of gratitude if you can call of it think of it that way um and the realization sort of uh, sunk in for me when you know okay you know for the better part of almost you know 20 odd years uh, i was at home yeah you know everything was sort of taken care of it was all on cruise control mode you know uh, mom would do Uh, all of the cooking, all of the chores, we had somebody to do it. Uh, Dad would <laughs> always ensure that the the car has fuel. You don't have to do any of that stuff, um, you know. And so it was all very you know secure sort of lifestyle that you lead, right? And then you come out here. Um, so f- for me, I think the biggest rec- uh, uh, realization for me was um, when it struck me that wait, uh, so now I'm doing all of this stuff by myself, but. um in especially with with cooking uh, for me it was a case of where i was like holy cow like you know for for the better part of what 30 odd years my mom's been um doing this and uh, not a day like you know 7 days a week uh, i don't know how many years and ne- never broke a sweat on any of this stuff uh managing the house her work all of that stuff um, even with dad uh, and so for me that that realization um was essential and i think and, and, and that's something i'll always be grateful for uh and uh in terms of a skill that i wished i knew um although now it's not as much but maybe initially uh, being able to like know how to cook quickly or just you know get a meal done and be able to eat healthy and stuff like that now yeah now i, I kind of like i have have the hang of it or i consider myself a half decent cook and can manage most of can manage myself i, I guess so so now it's not as much as of a issue so i think i'm um i sort of took a lot of pride in the fact that i could you know 
take care of all my necessities i could you know i'd be happy to cook for for me and other people even even back in india so it's it wasn't such a big hassle and i sort of took a lot of pride in it because i i i would meet a lot of people who just you know didn't didn't know their way around the kitchen but um so this there's this one incident that happened that sort of put me back in my place right uh there there was this really important interview um that i was just getting ready for and i i don't i don't know how this happened but i was you know getting my my suit on and then i just noticed that one of the buttons was falling off and just as i was examining it 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 completely you know came undone and it just like fell right out and that's when i realized oh damn like i don't know how to sew this back i i haven't learned sewing so i actually ran around trying to find somebody who could actually help me uh help me with like sewing that button back into my into my suit and i actually found like a friend who actually helped me do that but that's when i realized okay even though i've i've picked up a lot of different skills this is one thing that i should have probably picked up back in india because i you know i i'd seen my granny do it i'd seen my mother do it i just didn't ever think i should sit down and and pick up on those skills or just learn it so it it's funny that happened but you know cooking i i feel like i can uh whip things up fairly quickly what i do not do is indulge in like a lot of time taking cooking so uh i don't cook a lot of like complex dishes i can make a good chicken biryani right because that back in india felt like oh it's a pretty complex dish but i've you know uh searched the internet browsed the internet and found the quickest recipe that also tastes pretty good so it shouldn't me it shouldn't take me more than like you know 30 40 minutes to to whip up a quick quick biryani that's probably something that i previously perceived as complex and uh besides the usual cooking i think that is a little a little more time consuming than the others so that's probably my my go to dish when you know somebody is coming over or it's a spe- special occasion hey nice bro i loved that button story because yeah because these things we realize in those moments right in those uh, like when when we are like stressed out and we're trying to get something done and something breaks down and like we don't know what to do like that's awesome yeah sachin uh, bro do you have something in mind that you think you should have known back in india before you came to the us uh nothing specific uh, that i wish i knew like ganpati i stick to keeping it simple um not many dishes i have some usual ones i try to add in as many vegetables uh, in my diet as i can over time i realized the importance of uh, good food and good exercise uh, general well being so just about that i don't think there's anything that uh, specifically stands out for me uh, as nishal mentioned i am really grateful for the sort of life i had out there uh, but then you know it it's an experience and i i kind of appreciate what i have right now as well so it's all about learning at the end of the day you know any anything new that you come across i think it's about building the mindset to learn something new and that's something that i think we should carry on so i just had one thing to add um i remembered when ganpa mentioned um the sewing story i i had a similar moment when um, i was doing my taxes as well um it, it, yeah i mean for a while it was pretty nerve wracking and stuff like wait what form is what what do i have to turn in and all of that stuff because i had never done that um and yeah usually at, at home my dad you would, would sort of take care of all of it you don't have to do i 
I honestly have never even in my in my life had to even look into anything related to like tax. Um, but yeah, I, I had a very similar experience when uh, doing the tax filing as well. And mm, yeah, bro, tax filing is like extremely complicated. I don't know why they make it. I think they've made it simpler now back here in India, but I still think it's a little over the top. Anyway, uh, I wanted to move on to the uh, next thing. Um, what I wanted to know was. what are the things that you guys now really enjoy doing in the us that you never did back here in india maybe moving to united states gave you guys that opportunity or maybe you never did that here in india but you decided to do that there you know so if you guys can speak about that yeah nishchit for me i think it's mostly uh, the kind of outdoor activities that i've gotten to do, do here like so because i stay in michigan um winters and you get a lot of snow and stuff right so skiing is a big thing here uh so i was able to pick up on that which i probably wouldn't have a chance to do if i was back in bangalore um the other thing that i uh tried out is like kayaking um that's a lot of fun as well um and i don't reckon i'd i would have had a chance to do that um back home uh outside of that Yeah, I, I, most of most of what I can think of it, it's mostly recreational activities that um, I can think of, like sailboating. The, there's this thing that used to happen in grad school where one of the professors had a sailboat and he'd take um, students out uh, every summer on his sailboat. Um, those sort of things, I uh, I reckon you probably wouldn't have a chance to do, you know, coming from Bangalore. Wow, that sailboat thing sounds amazing, bro. Nice. Yeah, uh, Sachin Ganpat. do any of you guys want to add something yeah uh, sure and for me a big part of um of you know going out here is also the food i think india was also really interesting but it it was a different setup for some reason and you know we we've, we've gone into this before and i think actually you were also part of it we we'd go out to get some food and it was mostly what can we afford and then think about what do you want to buy what do you prefer so that sort of you know it there was some sort of like limitation on that and you could only pick like certain things from the menu um so here it's again like you know food is a big big thing like different cultures from all over the globe you can you can find different cuisines so that that is like a big part of exploring uh, especially in in you know part of the urban exploration um i do also enjoy you know meeting new people uh, the people from such diverse backgrounds and it's you know each of them has a very interesting story to tell and to just like sit down grab some food and to like just you know talk about uh, your story you know who are you where do you want to go what what do you believe in it's it's always like a very interesting conversation for me it's something that that i've had to invest time in and you know i have no regrets uh, regrets on on any of that time spent uh, but also another uh, thing that i enjoy is travel i don't necessarily have to do things for me driving uh, to to you know a destination is is great because you know when the weather is great you know your windows are rolled down uh, you're feeling the wind in your hair and just you know uh, taking your mind off everything else and it's sort of like you know when you're leaving the city it's almost like you're leaving leaving like a lot of baggage behind and you can just you know clear your head so i really enjoy doing it uh, like nishul mentioned you know usually if i'm driving i i go on a hike or you know 
uh, follow a trail. But yeah, those are the things that I actually really enjoy doing over the weekends here. Nice. Uh, Sachin? Yeah, over the weekends, as I previously mentioned, I do uh, go biking quite a bit. And, uh, you know, I try to keep up with uh, immersing myself with the local culture. Uh, it could be in terms of uh, breweries or uh, the history of the place in terms of museums and um, stuff like that. So, you know, every place has something unique to give and every place is very different from the other. Uh, for instance, uh, you know, the previous city that I stayed at, they had a lot of museums uh, based on history, like Egyptian museums and stuff like that. And the place that I stay now, um, it is the state where first ever successful powered flight ever took off. Uh, this is Kitty Hawk. The Wright brothers flew their flight from here. So, you know, there's a lot of history that is associated with that. And I tried to go and read up about it and, you know, visit these locations just to see how it is and, uh, you know, immerse the the uh, the culture of the place. Right, right. Uh, I, I just had a thought, like, uh, I think all of you have somehow involved yourselves in adventure. And uh, I know a couple more people, again, Indians who are, again, like once they went there, they got into adventure, like cycling, trekking and all that. Uh, why do you think that is? Or is this just, it's not really a pattern? Is adventure uh, given more preference over there? Like, why do you think everyone is gravitating towards adventure activities? I think it's to do with uh, access, like just the ability of the facilities and you're probably in close proximity of those. So... That's kind of why uh, I think it's a lot more easier to get into these sort of sports um, than from like a tropical place or a subtropical place that we come sort of come in from, right? So I think it's more to do with uh, the national parks that are around the country. Uh, they take uh, or they put in a lot of effort to preserve this. Um, and also it comes in terms of uh, the capital mindset. I think uh, a lot of different... Um, adventure-based sports and the equipment that is associated with it came from, uh, you know, the shed of uh, some sport enthusiast uh, at some point in time. For instance, mountain biking started when, when somebody decided to, um, you know, put some shock absorbers on their cycle and go biking up the hills uh, and then, you know, have fun while coming downhill. Uh, and during winter, when that same hill was filled with snow, somebody decided to just attach skis to their shoes and ski down the slope so thereby skiing as a sport came to be so you know it's just about uh, the uh, effort that they that they put in in preserving nature around here i think that goes a long way yes yeah, so i sort of second what what sachin said right i think adventure sports is a good way to access nature and if you didn't have it then you'd mostly just be hiking uh, hiking trails. So what they've also done is, uh, I think, uh, made sure it's it's accessible and it's also where you know you can you are charging, uh, you know, for the equipment or for the experience. But either way, you're putting that money back into maintaining that ecosystem. So I think it's a good little cycle that's going on there. That you know, by making it accessible to people, you're making sure that they can you know have a have a good experience, have a good time. And they are willing to pay, you know, a good good price for it. And you're investing that money back into nature. So I think it's a win-win situation. Don't you guys think it has a lot to do with the other uh, independence also that one gets when they move to a different place and they're on their own? 
do you think it's that also that pushes you to do more, many more things i honestly don't feel so like i was uh, into a lot of cycling back home as well and i used to go on treks and things and a bunch of us have gone also together right on on a bunch of treks i wouldn't necessarily think of it as the independence aspect for me i think the biggest thing is access and maintenance of the facilities and things like that um that's been my biggest driving point to want to pick up on new sports or hobbies yeah i'm in complete like agree agreement with nishchal like like completely 100% because i think a lot of people in in india want to do it but it's just the effort that goes into getting across that entire process to be able to enjoy that you know whatever you ultimately want to do it's just that there's a big gap in there it it could also be a good business opportunity for somebody listening but i just think more and more indians are taking to it it's just that there's just way too much effort and i think at this point it's also fairly expensive um to it's something that's expensive to indulge in right now but i think as more and more people t- take to it it will become cheaper and cheaper and that's when you know it becomes more accessible cool okay makes sense makes sense so i guess accessibility is a major factor okay so now i'm getting to the last couple of questions uh so guys the first thing is regarding coming back to india so what's the plan there is it even in the picture is it not in the picture what are you guys thinking what's the mindset like right I, so i think I, i sort of this question is something that was that's been on my mind since the day i set foot here like how long is this what's going to be uh and i think like one thing that i sort of made my peace with is uh the idea that when the learning sort of saturates or the learning um flattens uh that's sort of my cue um to want to head back um <clears throat> maybe uh, yeah I, i mean you can think of it as some weird swadesh type uh, movie influenced me and things like that but um but that to that to an extent is also true that i've always wanted to like be able to um be at home and um do something there um but again for me the 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 what would drive me to do that is once i have the um once I, once i can tell myself that well i've i've learned all that i want to learn or uh, i feel that i've got um enough of skills and exposure to be able to um excel and uh, do well back home as well uh, i think that would be the point at which i'd say okay let's you know let's pack my bags and head home okay yeah ganpat you wanted to say something yeah so india for me is is never really out of the equation right like you know i'm here right now but india's always like you know it, it's always going to be there for some reason i feel like i can fall back on india but at the same time like when do you make that move right like are you willfully going to make that move or when you're left with no opportunity no nothing else to do are you going to like choose india and for that you know like just leaving india i don't feel was 100% my decision and and you know i i read a book it's one of my most favorite books uh, called the alchemist so it's sometimes the 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 nature speaks to you right you look for signs and then there's something that tells you that yeah you should you should explore this and things just come up and and that's how me moving out of india to the united states happened and i think 
I would lean back on something like that to happen for me to be like, yeah. But India is never out of the equation. If I see signs that basically uh, tell me that, you know, it's it's time to pack your bags and leave, then I'm more than, you know, ready to do that. Because India presents me with like a lot of opportunity in different sectors, right? In different areas. And it's something that I definitely want to explore before I, you know, before I, uh, I'm, I'm done with, you know, whatever I want to experiment with. But having said that, am I ready to move right now? It's it's always like, you know, 50-50. You're, it's never out of the equation, but you're also like looking for, you know, better opportunities within the United States. So if something like that works, then yeah, you are going to be in that moment and just going to be thinking about that. But India is always somewhere, you know, at the back of your mind. I can. I just want to add one thing that, and and um, a number of us has spoken about this earlier as well. Like that, if if uh, if and when we do go back, right? Uh, um, or maybe I should just talk about myself. Like I, I don't think I would um, approach it with a sense of fear. Uh, for for me, uh, the way I would see it is, I would probably go back home way more confident than I left home, um, and that that has to do with all of my experiences and the exposure that I've had um, outside of home. Right. And if, if anything, I'd probably go back home um, with a more, um, you know, strong, my stronger mindset and things like that. Um, and having said that, even if it's a case of where I, I am, I wind up having to work in a completely different sector um, than I'm used to. Uh, I don't think I'd probably break a sweat as much. Um, and maybe I'm wrong when I say this now and it might change in, in the future. But um, at least right now, um, that's at least the way I think of it is, is like that. That even if I was to go back home and, and start completely something completely random, like maybe start a bakery or whatever, right? Um, <laughs> even if I was to do that, I, I feel like I, I'd be pretty comfortable doing it without, you know, than if I was to do the same thing before having come here. Um so yeah, just want to put that out there. Sachin, what's your plan? I don't have any plan as such. Uh, you know, I'm going with the flow of things. And as Ganpati mentioned, right, uh, there's always that thought in the mind. And, you know, you make your peace with it. And when you think it's the right time to make the move, you make the move. Uh, but it also depends on the opportunities that are presented. Uh, and like Ganpati, I'm willing to move anywhere across the U.S. or the globe, for that matter, uh, if the right opportunity presents itself. So it's just about that. It's about that personal experience, that growth, and that learning that I'm always seeking. Okay. Okay, bro. Cool. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, before I go into the last question, I also wanted to understand with the whole government regulations and all in the U.S., uh, can you guys, can any one of you maybe speak about how it is like to be a working person in the US? Like what are the kind of things you need to keep keep your mind at? What are the things you need to, you know, be aware of in in, in regard to the government uh, regulations and all that, the visa and stuff. So if any any one of you can speak about it. I guess for anybody who's who's leaving um, their home country and coming to a foreign land, right? Um, I think it, it's, it's essential that you're cognizant of the fact that you're technically there on a temporary basis, at least from a legal standpoint. And so at any point, um, things can change um, and require you to sort of uh, move 
um, be it within the same country or to a different country altogether or back to your home country and things like that so um you've always got to be in this mindset of being able to pack up and move um at rather short notice um at in some cases um having said that um there there are several steps and uh, i don't know if you can call them hurdles but there are there's there are definitely a number of steps to to trying to uh figure out a path to stay long term at a country and it varies from country to country and for the us it's it's mostly like you you work on a you you work on a student visa then you work on um an h1b which is like a, a work visa and then uh you transition to like a permanent resident and things like that so that's the transition for most people um and again different people choose to move back at different points in this sort of trajectory or conversely are forced to move back because one of them didn't work out and things like that for whatever reason um so and it's not a very short journey as well like by the time at least given the number of people that do apply for these sort of visas currently um especially for something like a permanent residentship your wait could be in excess of 10 or 15 years i think i think this queue right now is at something less than 20 but it's fairly close somewhere there i think Uh, i might be wrong there but it, it's a pretty large number right uh, in terms of the number of years and the, there's also the with the with work visas and things um there is it's always in in a state of flux where um different administrations are talking about different things um and it's fair enough because um at the end of the day you're a foreign citizen in a foreign country um trying to pursue your career and um you don't essentially have a say in how the uh how that country sort of uh, you know you're not in the driver seat there um you know the country that you're in gets to dictate the rules um and not you uh but for but despite all of that um one thing you should just be mindful of is um just know that irrespective of how long you're staying here whilst you're here just make the best use of it um be it on a personal front if you're trying to develop your own um personality and skill set uh, or even professionally sort of learn as much as you can and um expose yourself to as many uh, avenues as possible and there there are great platforms and um avenues to do that here and it it's essential that you capitalize on that for uh the duration that you are um here all right maja thank you thank you for addressing that uh now i'll move on to my final question and i think this is a little technical and philosophical uh you guys can uh, look at it from your own perspective so how do you guys uh, define success how do you guys define it for yourself i know it's a vague question i know it's a general question but what is the idea of success in your mind right now um for me the idea of success is uh there are two parts to it one is uh being able to work in an area that you're passionate about that you have some passion in um i would count that as a success but more broadly speaking for me um being able to take something that you're working on and influence the lives of a number of people like having like a a very sort of like a compounding effect where you worked on one thing but that in turn influences 
10,000 different things and in turn, a number of different end customers are, or people in, in general are influenced by, by what you work on. Um, just getting to that point in your career, I, I, I think would be um, something that I would count as being uh, success for me. For me, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, from a very personal standpoint, I don't have a particular definition for success. Success is when, you know, you set a target, you achieve it, and it's time to set a new target, maybe a tougher, harder, uh, more impossible one, and then you get on with it. So there's no specific, it's, it's never a final destination. I think it's just uh, a checkpoint uh, towards the next goal. Okay. Okay. Nanpath, for you? Yeah, for for me, I think it's a little different, right? For me, um, it's it's just a very internal thing. I wouldn't be able to define it in, in, in anything tangible, especially because growing up in India, you tend to feel like there is a certain point where you where you get to and then say, oh, I've made it. But I don't think there's ever making it. I don't think anybody can can never get there because it's it's mostly how you feel what you what you make off of it if if you if it's defined by by something tangible then i think you can you can use that approach by saying okay you know it's 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 a target that's constantly uh, eluding you and you're chasing after it but for me it just feels like something that's a little more settling uh, especially because I never grew up with that mindset, right? I didn't grow up with the mindset of ever settling. Uh, it was just such a fun thing to say, oh, never settle, you know, keep chasing after things. And um, I especially appreciate what what I'm doing now and where I am because it's it was unprecedented, right? I didn't think I would be in that space. So it feels like it is a state of mind. Do you feel successful? Because we always look at it as a career graph or the certain position like being the managing director being the ceo is 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 making it but you it's it's something that you need to follow and and there's so much of effort and hard hardships that go into it that you 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 don't you don't really think of all of that you just think of the ultimate goal and it's about reaching there but for me it's like can you be successful every day like do you feel like that every day because if it's something that eludes you and you're you're trying to like follow it then it's a long drawn out process. You're just following it blindly to reach that goal at some point in your life. But for me, it feels like every day, have you, like, do you feel successful as a person today? And I feel like, yeah, like under the given constraints, under the given conditions, I, I do feel successful. So it's it's very internal for me. And especially because maybe I, I, I'm so averse to failure because I, I, I've, I've been through so much of failure in my life. I don't want to like define every day by it. I feel like I'm successful every day, which and I'm feeding off of that positivity and taking that into a, a brand new day. How do you think that's happening? That you're feeling successful every day, right? What do you think is contributing to that? See, again, I think it's it's the it's the mindset that I came in with, right? I just came in saying, will I ever be able to reach a stage in my life where I'll have the things that you know? there was just so so much uncertainty in my life like would i even ever hit a point wherein things would be defined i'd i'd feel good about you know what i'm doing how i'm eating am i even going to be in a position where i have time to work out like those were the things that i even couldn't imagine right i couldn't even do that like i wanted it but i just couldn't get it 
and and it always felt like i could never reach it i i'd gotten into such a rut it felt like i was definitely in a very negative space but it it wasn't just like oh i'd gotten into that space and you know i got out of it i was in that space for so long right like just saying that something like normalcy would be so hard to come by like you know working a good good job doing doing you know doing it to the best of my abilities for a company that's you know impacting uh you know lives around the globe especially because you know i i work for a company that's that's working on let's just say uh you know vaccines and test kits for for covid-19 so i i know somewhere my work has meaning but i also feel like it's the whole it's the combination of that entire thing that you know work is going well that i'm able to like you know pay for you know my my own expenses i'm able to you know uh, save enough to you know repay my loans and in in spite of that also keep like a really tiny saving which i could use at a later stage and all of those things never felt like it was very access- accessible to me like i know those were very simple goals and very simple for somebody else but it just felt like it was so far away from me and now that i'm here i just don't want to be that person who's like oh you know this is so easy to come by and i'm looking for something else i want to like sit here and just like you know bask in that for a little bit like you know let it like soak that in for a little bit and be like you know you you have gotten out of your own comfort zone you wanted to like you know you said this was not something you wanted to do you were really uncomfortable with it but you've come back and you've actually done something you that you weren't necessarily good at you've picked those skills up so all of those contribute as wins i think and i've accumulated all of those wins and i actually want to appreciate what i've done so far right bro and success i know like it's such a subjective thing each person would you know uh, decide that for themselves and it will be different for each person i kind of uh, the reason i asked you guys this is because i kind of had the same uh, uh, the same thoughts that sachin also mentioned that whole the cyclical thing where at each moment they're just setting new goals right at least that is what you're seeing in the mainstream media like there's like you're always looking for something bigger 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 so where does that end right and how does that end because in my mind somewhere i'm thinking maybe it should end at some point right if you're just talking about work or maybe it goes beyond work and then you start setting goals according to your situation maybe you retire and then you have a different set of goals that may deal with your family maybe with your friends something else and maybe then the cycle keeps going on but in different situations you know that's why it's interesting for me to know what you guys think i think sachin also wanted to add something yeah yeah i wanted to ask you about uh, what your definition of it is i agree i mean i you you did mention that you sort of concur with uh, how i go about it but uh, how is it personally for you you know what what drives you what is it that uh, gets you going i think it's a, i think it's a mixture of a uh, lot of things uh, that you guys said uh but one very important thing uh, i feel is to love the process right because uh, so uh, my whole idea of you know success and all is i've i've heard a lot of successful people speak and one common thing uh, that such great people say is that they'll do something for years and years and they're putting their 200% every day but they're not getting tired they don't feel bored or what not uh you know and they say the reason for that is that you need to enjoy the process right it is not really about the goal 
okay so if you're working in some uh, mechanical company maybe you like doing that work and you enjoy doing that so it doesn't matter so you go do that work because you like doing that work it doesn't matter if you reach a goal you don't reach a goal how much money you make how much money you don't make i think reaching that point where you're just satisfied doing that thing you know and i don't want to uh uh confine it to just the work uh work thing anything anything else in life like if we're doing it and it is giving us like true joy and we're loving doing that process i think if anyone reaches that point i think that would definitely mean success in my in my mind that's what i think all right i think that was a pretty interesting discussion i really loved having this uh, conversation with you guys and i uh, found out a lot of actually found out a lot of things about life there uh, you know that i never really knew i had some preconceived notions i had some vague ideas you know sitting back here in india but uh, uh, it was really refreshing and it was enlightening for me that you guys you know uh, spoke about your experience and i hope if anyone who's looking to maybe go to the us to pursue anything i hope uh, with this conversation they uh, get some good value and maybe they get a glimpse of how life uh, in the united states could be and we'd like to thank uh, nischal and ganpati for joining us i hope they enjoyed the process as much as we did uh, it was such a pleasure to have the both of you here thanks and thanks for having us um yeah, happy to share our uh, two cents thanks a lot sachin i think this was a good opportunity um for someone like me i i i do a fair bit of soul searching but this also provided me with a good opportunity to just like sit back listen to you know what you guys had to say and also look within a little bit so i think it was uh, a very pleasant experience for me thank you so much for having me on the show and with that we come to an end of today's session thank you so much for tuning in as always we look forward to listening to your thoughts and comments send them to podcast or keeping it simple at gmail.com take care stay safe and keep it simple bye bye bye